Welcome back to Seven Moons Astrology, where mysticism and science combine. My name is Sarah Kirby, and this is a reading for the full moon in Gemini, exact on the 7th of December at about 10.08 p.m. Central Standard Time. So I'm excited about this one because I'm going to do it in a bit of a different way than I normally do. I'm going to explain this energy to you through a story, a life experience that I had that I think perfectly illustrates it. And I think that is, couldn't be more well-timed because Gemini is about storytelling. It's one of the major things that it represents, how we think, how we talk, how we communicate, the words that we write, the mental processes of the mind, and connecting with other people, sharing information. But before we do that, I'm going to highlight the major components of this energy so we can pick them apart through each part of the story. So first we have the moon conjunct Mars, perfectly conjunct Mars in the sign of Gemini. So Mars is very much a key player here when it comes to the energy. And then you've also got the sun at 16 degrees Sagittarius. And this opposition is what defines it as a full moon, the sun and the moon, 16 degrees opposing. We've also got Uranus here in a version in the sign of Taurus. This in conjunction, the green aspect to the sun describes two completely different energies that don't have anything in common. Sagittarius and Taurus couldn't be more different. And so there is a challenge here or some kind of friction between the energy that we'll talk about. And then some other things that I think are relevant for this one would be the wide trine that we have to Saturn and Aquarius between the moon. So it's at 20 degrees, which is kind of wide, but still very much so in orb. So I think that is part of the story here. And then we've also got Mercury, which is important because it's the ruler of Gemini and it's newly into the sign of Capricorn at the first degree. So that can give us some more information as well. So fundamentally, what I think is going on with this energy is that we are having experiences that are really stimulating. And when I say stimulating, stimulating emotions, I mean anything that really charges you up. So this is anger, frustration, anxiety, empowering experiences, motivating experiences. Any of those Mars keywords conjunct the moon and Gemini, which are then stimulating or provoking us to change the way that we think, talk, or communicate. There is a there's an impulse here to do those Gemini things, thinking, learning, talking in a new way, Mars. And it's probably the result of new information that we receive or new ideas or thoughts that we have or new inspirations, messages from the divine or even people that we're connecting with in our environment that are perhaps of a greater authority on a topic than we are. That's the Saturn component. That's the Mercury and Capricorn component. But it might not be all pleasant at first. And that's because Mars is a malefic planet. And there are some qualities to this energy that are quite unexpected or um, sudden at the very least. That could even feel like a chaotic or disruptive or very um, emergency type of experience. Some people will have that. Not everybody, and I don't want you to worry about that, but there is a bit of this kind of like shock and awe quality to this energy coming through Uranus in aversion to the sun, and Mars can do that a little bit as well. So really, I think what I want to call this energy is it's an energy of rerouting. 
two weeks ago at the new moon in Sagittarius, it was pretty pleasant for most people because it was allowing us to project into the future a vision of what it's going to look like and return to a place of more hope and faith and optimism than we're normally able to access. It could be really kind of exciting and affirming time where we get the inspiration for a new exciting future. Now at the full moon in Gemini, as we've begun to move towards that path the best that we can, we get kind of a reroute. And that's what this Mars and Gemini activity is here. The reroute helps us to address roadblocks that we've been repressing for a long time. Mutable energy has a tendency to just really move on too quickly, just repress or move on because it wants to keep flowing and it wants to keep growing and evolving and transitioning and keep moving. It doesn't want, it cannot stop. It doesn't want to stop. So anything that attempts to hold it back or slow it down, mutable signs tend to just repress that, avoid that, and keep going. So the Mars retrograde period that we've had since late October is at a high point right now because the moon is conjunct Mars and we're about the middle of the transit. And Mars retrograde transit is meant to help us reevaluate where we're spending our energy. It's meant to help us reevaluate how we think and how we talk and what we, the kind of information we're consuming and what's important to us and to help us to change our mind where we need to and help us to protect our energy better and to use it in a more efficient way. So we're, we're getting a lot of that clarity right now, but it comes in the form of disruptive or stimulating experiences. Learning information that is new to us and requires us to maybe adapt and change from what we've known before can sometimes be an uncomfortable experience. And I think that's what that Uranus and Taurus is all about. In order to keep growing and evolving, Sun and Sag, sometimes you have to be a little bit uncomfortable, Uranus and Taurus. And if you're paying attention to any of the emotional experiences that come up, whether it's something that deeply frustrates you, something that angers you, something that makes you feel anxious, or it's something that motivates you deeply, or it's something that helps you to feel more empowered, inspires you to take action. It's to look at that. It's to look at what your ambitions are. It's to look at what your achievements have been so far and where it feels out of alignment with the future you're envisioning, Sun and Sag, so that you can pivot and reroute accordingly. Sometimes detours feel like they slow us down, feel like they get in our way, feel like they obstruct where we're trying to go. And you may feel that way, especially with Saturn's involvement here and the moon conjunct Mars. But I would challenge you to see it as a useful tool for understanding what's actually been repressed inside of you and needs to be um, assessed and actually looked at fully so that you can put the place, the structures in place that you need in order to move forward in a successful way. That's the Mercury in Capricorn. That's the Saturn conjunct the Moon and Mars. So whether you are getting new information online from an authority or working with a teacher or somebody who is older than you and has wisdom to share with you about an experience or you're focused on creating structures to share information in a way that is more empowering and will be more successful or you're studying something that is going to change the way you look at the long-term future of your life. That's what this moon is all about. It can be exciting. It can be stimulating. 
It could even be frustrating, but there are messages here coming through our environment or even our internal relationship with the divine via thought forms that help us to, to know what is it that is this new way that I'm meant to be thinking or communicating or this new way that I'm meant to be taking action and the new way that I'm meant to, to um, connect with people in my environment. Some of us are a little bit more fixed in nature and we don't want to go with the, the uh, side quests and the detours and the rerouting because we're very willful at the same time with that Mars energy. You know, we were kind of dead set on what the plan was going to be or what it would look like. And now it's like, okay, well, the mutable energy helps us to see the reason why making these sorts of changes is beneficial in the long run and to adapt. To adapt. So the story of my personal life is that this past weekend, uh, we were celebrating my birthday. I'm a Sagittarius, and I was lucky to be gifted a horseback riding experience, an adventure for my birthday. How could that be any more perfect, right? So my partner was taking me horseback riding, and it was across town. So we get in the car, Gemini, to travel across town, Gemini, to do an adventure, Sagittarius, and there were all sorts of illuminating experiences about this energy along the way. I had set an intention that morning, which I typically do for the new and full moon. Show me what this energy means so I can give an accurate reading. And the day couldn't have been more to the T, exactly what this energy is all about. It's feeling like you're running up against some kind of reason or need to pivot. Things not necessarily going... Uh, things feeling a bit scattered, let's put it that way. So we get in the car to go, and it's about a 40-minute drive. Along the way, we encountered a lot of traffic, Mars and Gemini, which we were fully expecting. But people were being a bit chaotic today, Uranus and Taurus. And we almost got sideswiped like three times in a 40-minute drive on the way home, which was obviously unnerving and a little bit anxiety-provoking moon and Gemini, but we got there and everything was fine. There was like a bus involved an almost accident in an intersection, lots of people honking. It was just one of those days when you get in the car and everything is like, what is going on? Well, we get there, have a great experience and we were late trying Saturn, Mercury and Capricorn, but everything was fine. We were right on time in my world. And after that, we decided we were going to go to dinner. So we're going back across town, closer to where we live, to a restaurant. Well, they told us they didn't have any tables available. Fine. We weren't expecting to be seated right away. It would be about a 30-minute wait. And we sit down and we're waiting. No problem. But there's some waiting. Saturn, Mercury, and Cap Capricorn. And we begin to grow a little bit frustrated because it's definitely more than 30 minutes now and no one's even come to check in with us and we're sitting there and other people have gotten food before us that arrived after us and so obviously we're kind of just like okay this is you know it was growing tense there was some tension mounting so we decide let's just let's just go with the flow and leave and we went to a different restaurant and it ended up being a way better experience and we were sat immediately and the food was delicious and it was cheaper than the other place would have been too but on the way home, we needed to access this one primary highway by our neighborhood in order to get home. And when we got to the turn, I forgot something. Okay, before that, we were going to go to the sauna, okay, at this gym that we go to where we they've got a sauna and sometimes we like to do that to unwind after a long week. 
Well, we drive all the way there, which was another 20 minutes from the restaurant, and found out that the place was closed because they had changed their hours. So that was another reroute in the plan. Okay, after that, we went to go home, and we had to access this road, this main road necessary to get to our neighborhood, and there was a huge accident. It was such a bad accident that there was a car flipped over in the center of the road in the middle of the highway, and there were police cars, Mars, police forces, Mars, all over the place blocking the entrance to the highway. It seemed like everybody was okay, but there was definitely an emergency, a chaotic emergency, Uranus and Mars, the police were involved, travel and cars were involved. And I'm like, this could not be any more of a clear expression of what this energy is all about. So we had to re-navigate a big circle around to get home, thank God we were safe, you know, because some other people's experience of this energy is being the person whose car is flipped over. The next morning, my partner and I got in a very long discussion about how to communicate differently in our relationship due to some frustration we were experiencing, which was another manifestation of this energy as well. So it's not really the literal events that occur because I know some other people that are studying a new language. Hello, if you're watching in order to make a long-term dream possible to move to a new country. That's Sun in Sagittarius, foreign countries, foreign relations, learning a new language, Mars, new language, Gemini. Probably working with a teacher or doing something to um, make a stronger case for the government authorities, Saturn and Aquarius. That's another way that this energy can manifest. So this could be as simple as you confronting a reason why you need to think differently in a new way, talk differently in a new way, study something in a new way, share information in a different way, connect with somebody in your environment that gives you messages that help you understand a way in which you can mature, a way in which you can achieve more. Those are Mars and Saturn coming together, Mercury and Capricorn. What structures do you need to have in place in order to get where you're going? And is facing this roadblock or is facing this reason that you need to detour and reroute frustrating for some yes motivating for others also an empowering opportunity nevertheless to see what you've been repressing or avoiding in order to move forward in a new direction that's more helpful this is the high point of the mars retrograde where you can really understand okay that's what i that's why i've been feeling so confined and that's why i've been feeling so like I'm striving so hard and getting nowhere because we need to be thinking about something in, in a new way or communicating in a new way, all of those things. Mars and Gemini. Doing business in a new way is also Mars and Gemini. And this is, this is the moon that helps you figure that out. Messages, thoughts, something you read on the internet, something you read in a book, somebody that you talk to that knows a lot more about this topic or whatever it is for you. So yeah, awakening, chaotic, disruptive, frustrating, maybe. Who knows? You can't, who knows which, which of those you get, right? And it's not to say, you know, the person over here that has the inspiring and motivating experience is doing better on their life journey than the person who confronts an accident, an emergency, uh, a chaotic experience, a frustrating or an angry experience. That's not how it works because it has to do with the way that this full moon aspects your unique natal chart and the path that your soul is on which you shouldn't be comparing to anybody else. 
So if Mars in retrograde is teaching you not to be so darn competitive and constantly comparing yourself to other people because it hurts you in the end, okay? Because Mars retrograde pulls in some of that opposite energy, which is Venus. So it's more about taking it easy and relaxing and being in a more receptive state rather than a pushing, striving, forcing state. The story will not be forced. Mars and Gemini, the story can't be forced. So we're learning to reevaluate how we spend our energy and reevaluate how we think about the narrative we're writing in our lives. I hope this helps you. I also want to say that I think this could be kind of like a quick and fast experience for a lot of people too, because that, a lot of that stimulating, like quick one and done type of, oh, fast clarity. Now my mind has changed type of thing, but that could be kind of uncomfortable too if you have a lot of fixed nature in you with that Uranus and Taurus. Something that feels com comfortable and familiar might not want to be changed. But there's enough mutable energy here to support you in evolving and doing things in a new way so that you don't become stagnant. So really, despite the fact that a lot of people might talk about this energy as being bad, I really think it's kind of useful and uh, stimulating in just the way that we need. The other thing I might share with you is that Venus is building in square to Jupiter. So Venus at the final degrees of Sagittarius, squaring Jupiter at Pi in uh, the final degrees of Pisces. And so when the benefics come in square together, this is really an amazing opportunity to um, have new desires for growth and opportunities. So the new ways in which we're doing things or thinking about things are illuminating and opening doors for us for what the future could look like and possibly revealing what we need to let go of and shed and, and allow to end, Jupiter at the anaerotic degree of Pisces, what we need to move on from, Venus and Sagittarius, that's constantly moving to green pastures in order to get there uh, and have a new set of ambitions and goals for the future. And the framework that we need to do that is what we begin to understand here and now. The framework that we need to make it happen. Mercury and Capricorn, Saturn and Aquarius. Okay, I'm probably just rambling and repeating myself now, which anyway, I hope you enjoyed this video. I, if I have time, I think I will have time to post forecasts for this energy this week. I will do so on my Instagram at Seven Moons Astrology, just as always for the new and full moon. So follow me there if you are interested in those. And I will see you in the next one with energy. Bye.